Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm already getting worn out for uh, opening day tickets. For the San Diego Padres. You know by whom? Foster. No. <laughs> I got work that day. Taking Jackson down to Disneyland. But I'm taking a pair if you got them. You got any laying around? Now my wife is already wearing me out. My wife, my beloved wife, it says, uh, where are we on you excluding me from opening day every year? I said, I'm not. She said, well, after nine years, that would be a change. Opening day tickets, my sweet love, are very hard to come by. Guess what? Every game tickets now yes. are going to be hard to come by. In fact, let's just make this an announcement. She's going to wear me out. Uh, tier ones in general, but specifically to our friends, Hannah. family, and loved ones out there. We can't get you tickets. Not anymore. I don't think so. I mean, maybe five years Do ago. Do some giveaways, yeah. maybe. Potentially, the yeah, we got forty extra tickets if you'd like them. Not anymore. Not going to happen. We used to be able to give away twenty-five packs if we wanted to. <laughs> Those days are over. So we work opening day. It's a big day for us. We'll be down there. I'll be. We'll be working. So I mean, I don't go to showings and stuff with her. Hey, when are you going to take me to a showing or an open house? You know, this is work. How's that going to fly at home? Hey, do you mind if I just come hang out at your open house this week? Do you think you'd be good at staging a property? Absolutely not. No? No. I, there's nothing about her job selling real estate that I would be good at. Nothing. I was just discussing with Shelly last night. We're thinking of inverting our downstairs and turning the TV Upside room down. into the living room or the sitting room and turn the living room into the kind of the TV room. So you know my house where you come yeah. in and it's the bigger room. Is yeah, the where bigger you come room. In. Yeah, you should make that the but TV no room. But no one sits out there because no. that's you know everyone has the one most. I mean, most people who have a house. Yeah, you have that one room. It's worthless. That no one really sits in, yeah. and we've got the biggest room. It's the nicest room, and no one uses it because it's the sitting room and there's no TV. Then you have a smaller room. <laughs> and in then the back. we had that growing up. We had a room with like two couches and yes. a coffee table. No one sits like, there. No what one sits we, there. If somebody was ever sitting there, I'm like, oh god, who died? Like we have to have a family yes, meeting or family something. Meeting and then in we've here got on the nice divan. And then we've got the smaller little room where the TV is, but there's like two tiny chairs and a small little couch, and it's not big enough for even our family to sit in. Right. And everyone, because the dogs are usually taking up the entire couch, so there's nowhere good idea. for everyone to sit. So well, I mean, gonna, we're going to switch that, and you come in and have the big, nice room, and we'll just hang out there. And then if the little room has the fireplace, and it's like, okay, if you want a little quiet fireplace time, yeah, reading room. go in this room and read or something. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. 
Going to have to take the TV off the wall, though, and then fix the wall. And yeah, there's some, there's some process that's involved. Yeah, I think, it, but I think it'll be you'll be much happier. It's a it's a brighter room anyway. Yeah, it's a more I mean, which airy is a little room. worrisome for a television. You don't want it too bright because you don't want the glare off the TV. But I think we can I think we can manage that by putting it on the side wall there. And uh, well, yeah, it was a good idea. If anybody has a line on uh, opening day tickets for my wife, I'm I guess I'm now in the market. So, cool. Who's going to be giving up their opening day tickets? No idea. It's going to be hard enough to get them to in the first place I know. this year. That's what I'm telling you. All right, we got uh, Take on Woods coming up in a no, couple we don't. of minutes. We oh, that's right. Real or fake. Figure it out, man. I'm sorry. It's your idea. It is. Throwback it's Thursday. Throwback Thursday, real or fake game. 833-288-0973. Aztecs last night hosted Woo! Utah State. Another late game. Woods got through first half, though. Yeah, first half. Yeah, what Very a first proud half of it myself. was, especially for... Senior Adam Seiko, oh my God, uh, who said he it was like throwing a ball into the ocean. I mean, Just the basket was that big. He went six for six from three point range in the first half. The Aztecs had an eighteen zero run. I think it went from twelve eleven to thirty eleven in the first half, and that was pretty much all she wrote. Now, after you 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 settled in and went to sleep, the second half Utah State started. Started making everything. They're a very good offensive team, top 20 in the country, and they got hot. And they actually did pull within six with about three minutes to go. And started to panic everyone, a little bit. You know, if you're an Aztecs fan, that's it was panic time. But uh, San Diego State continued to make their shots and make baskets, was, and, and they put them away with a 10-point uh, win. Uh, good offensive performance by the Aztecs last night as they wanted uh, eight. Was it 85-75? In your opinion, was the Utah State second half more about Utah State and their ability to shoot, or was it more about defense not ding up? Where was everything going in? Was it just? I will say Brian Dutcher's opinion. He said, "Yeah, we didn't play as well defensively in the second half." I think he said it was kind of a, it wasn't one specific thing, I and mean, he made the point. You know, there's certain guys that they're the shooters, and they did a good job against those guys. You know, they have a, one of the great shooters. He went like two for seven, had one of his worst games of the season. But he said there's also the guys who you say, okay, this guy drives the basket, so make sure you you don't let him drive. But he said you can't just let him shoot threes. Like, we were good. We stopped him from driving, but they their other guys started making threes. You got you to gotta figure it out. I mean, you got to be able to adjust, and if those guys are, are getting hot, you have to be able to stop them from shooting threes. And he said we were a little little slow to react on that in the second half but ultimately you get up by 20 in the first half you can uh, you can weather yeah, a few made three pointers in the second half and, and the Aztecs did get the win <laughs> to stay in first place uh, 7 and 1 now in the Mountain West there there was one of the most soul stealing blocks in the first 3 minutes of the game who was it i think it was Keisha was it? Johnson oh, yeah my god <laughs> there's blocks where the guy goes up and you slap it, and the ball goes flying. Then there's blocks where the guy goes up, and you take your hand, and you put it on top of the ball, and you go, not pushing back down. Yeah, I do that to my kids on the bed. I'm like, not right now. You know, like we're messing around wrestling, and I just take him by the head, and bam. He took this dude's soul. And I start, I was laughing. Like, it was so gnarly. It was such a good block. I started thinking about it. I go, you know, we always talk about on our show, what's the coolest thing, if you've ever played sports, What's the coolest thing? You know, if you stripe a, a golf ball down the middle 330 yards, that's a pretty damn good feeling. When you barrel up a baseball into a gap, you see the guy just turn and run for the fence. That's a good feeling. Um, blocking somebody's shot is right up there. 
Getting like blocking, blocking, like, like, not, like, not, not, not tipping it. No, what he did is he took it. He goes, nope, and just pushed him down. Well, one of the and that's see now that's a great way to do it. One of the most spectacular ones is though when you go way up and you hit it like a volleyball player and spike it wow. seven rows into the crowd. <laughs> that's but, good too. But then the ball just goes back to the team back that because it's out of bounds on you. He just the, went no. Nope. The best kind is when you kind of block it, but gently. Knock it right to a teammate. Keep it inbound so you can continue the play. It's rarely as spectacular as the boom, slap, yeah. you know, and it just knocks it way off the court. Those are certainly more really efficient. Cool. The guy should have uh, hung him up the after one, he got blocked like that. It was I, embarrassing. The one I love, though, is when you go up, like, from behind and Whoa. you, like, pin it against the glass. Oh, you block man. it and pin it right against the glass and then pull it down yourself. That's a cool, that's a cool block. Sexy. Um, yeah, it is. But I, I, I thought to myself, getting duffing a drive is one of the worst things you can do. Striking out doesn't really bother me. It happens in baseball. Booting a ground ball sucks. But going up for what you think is going to be, oh, I've got this, and that guy pushes you back down. i got to imagine I've never done it or had it done to me. i got to imagine dropping a stiff arm in somebody's chest and just pushing them to the ground feels pretty good. Conversely, Feels pretty awful when you're going to tackle a guy and he just just oh, manhandles you. you. No, about you Ezekiel Elliott snapping the ball and then just <laughs> ending up flat on his butt on the final play of the season. Here it is. Uh, Alex tweeted it in. He goes, good. "The guy who got blocked is seven one, and he took his soul from him. That was amazing. Amazing. That was my highlight of the night. I know Seiko was." Off his ass, six for six. That was a lot of fun. He finished he was shooting 25 points. That, that, the one he hit, uh, I think it was before the timeout, it was so deep from three-point, and everyone just mobbed him after that. I mean, he was like he was like Steph Curry range. The proverbial heat check. Yeah. All right, how hot am I? And you almost don't blame him. I'm always like, come on, dude. They always miss him, and it's like, that was a waste of a possession. <laughs> you just shot a 37-footer because you were hot. But then when they make it, it's like the best thing it's of all time. It's the greatest. So. It's the greatest. Uh, Aztecs uh, back at home again this Saturday. They host San Jose State at 6 o'clock, uh, trying to you know maybe put a little distance between them and the rest of the Mountain West. Right now, still just a one-game lead over Boise State and Nevada, who are 6-2. and two. Aztecs are 7-1, and one, so they have to keep winning uh, to stay in first place in the Mountain West. All right, so it looks like we got a caller or two. Let's get to today's game of real or fake. Some are here for the compelling sports talk with Ben and Woods. Yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for Real or Fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, tell the people what they'll win today. All right, let's go out to our uh, our contestant today. He is up in Ramona. What's up, guys? Hey, who's this? This is Paul. Oh. Hey, Paul, how you doing? All right, there you go. Good? Good, Paul? Good, how are you guys doing? Thank you. Very good, very good. Hey, All Paul, right. how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Is it hot out there still? <laughs> Did you catch the game last night? Lasagna. It's you're my a, favorite. You're a legend. <laughs> All right, we well, can tell Paul's a real tier one, so he knows how real or fake works. All you have to do is get four <laughs> out of the seven good. right. And you will qualify for our grand prize trip to Las Vegas, a night at the win. Very fancy tickets to comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. Check out his Netflix special, Is It Me? He's going to be at the iconic Wynn Theater, at the Encore Theater at the Wynn, March 3rd and 4th, May 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. All right, here's your topic today. Topic near and dear to my heart. Berto's Taco Shop. So, you know, Roberto's, the original from National City all over the county. 
Alberto's was the first offshoot, but there are now many, many other knockoffs in San Diego. Today on Real or Fake, I'll give you a taco shop name. You have to tell me if it's real and can be found in the San Diego County area, or if it's a fake, I've made up for the game. Paul? I like this. You ready to play? Let's do it. All right, round one, taco shops, Filiberto's, real or fake? Real deal. Real deal. Yes, that's definitely definitely real. All right, one point for you. Very good. All right, round two. Roll bear toes. Roll bear like, toes. Like Roberto. Yeah, that's real. There's, there's, roll, bear there's roll bear toes out there as well. Let's let's change it as little as possible and throw it in there. All right, that's okay. We still have plenty of rounds left. Round three. Baja bear toes. Real or fake? Um. Uh, let's go real. Well, that one's no, fake. That's me too. Yeah, Woods can help you out. Why'd you know that was fake? Just because it's me. All right, uh, here we go. Round four. You got one point. You need four to win. Rigoberto's. Real or fake? Oh, Bob? that's real. That is real? Ooh, yeah, real. Okay. Definitely real. That's right, two. You got two out of four right. All right, round five. Real or fake taco shops. Juan Berto's. Real or fake? Uh, Woods, what's up? I'm going to say fake, buddy. He's going to say fake. You you don't have to go with him. You should, though. I'm going with Woods. No! Is it really? No! There's no way! There is... No, there's not. A one bear toes. I would have definitely said fake. All right. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Okay, you need to get these last two right, though, Paul, to win our game. Round six. Maria Bertos. Real or fake? Fake. Fake. Very good. Okay. Quick answer, and he's right. So... For the, like, I don't know, eighth straight time, it comes down to round <laughs> seven game on Real or Fake. Game seven. For the win on Taco Shop Real or Fake. Paul, Ruri Bertos. Real or Rudy Fake? Ruri Berto? R- Bertos. R-U-R-I-B-E-R-T-O-S. Ruri Bertos. What? That's real. Let's do it. Yes! Yes! Yeah! Try the taquitos. They're my favorites. Congratulations, Paul. Have you tried the lasagna? That's my favorite. Don't get that at uh, at Roberto's or any of the Bertos. Not not a great choice, the lasagna. All right. All right. All right. right, uh, Paul, you'll get your information. Hang on the line there, Paul. It never gets old. Other Paul will get all your info and we'll put you into the grand prize drawing this month for the trip to Las Vegas. Do you like hot fudge sundaes? It's, it's, It's like... My kid's being born in that. It's like my best things that ever happened to me. Is it still hot out there? God. All right. Well, speaking of um, speaking of food delivery, had a courtside delivery last night at this a basketball fantastic. game. We'll fantastic. Fantastic stuff. Our Don't Do This segment coming up next. Uh, we'll do that when we come back. It's Ben and Woods. Stick around. Uh, we'll return after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Don't do this. I got a little surprise for you. Don't, don't do this. Listen, if I'm, if I'm something, something bad, I mean, tell me I'm a bad boy. You know, just tell me I'm a bad boy. Why? Just why? I get the argument. You don't have to explain it to me. I'm not a moron. Let me tell you why I am a dumbass. It's time for Don't Do This. Don't do this. On 97.3 The Fan. Boy, that intro sucks. Why do we keep playing it if we all dislike throwback it so Thursday. much? Have to do it. It's no rules, though. It's our throwback. weekly. Don't do this for us. For us, like we did this for like three well, months. Tell me I'm a bad boy. Tell me I'm a bad boy. You can log in to listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or on 97.3 FanSD.com for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Eagles at Pachanga Arena on March 3rd. You'll earn one entry for every hour. You listen. You should yeah, get an entry just to the Eagles. Just listen to Ben and You should just you should get an entry just for listening to that intro, right there. All right, Woodsy, uh, get us started with one of your favorites. I know. Oh yes, Coach Brian Coach Kelly. Coach Brian Kelly, he of Boston, Massachusetts. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family. Yeah. And we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly. To be with you great fans. One of the better moments of 2022 was the Brian Kelly intro. The head coach of the LSU Tigers. And uh, a lot of people a lot of people would say that Brian Kelly is overpaid. In this case, they would, a lot of people would say many college oh, yeah. football coaches at that level are vastly overpaid. But in this case... He was literally overpaid. An audit of LSU's athletics department (laughs) found that head football coach Brian Kelly was overpaid more than $1 million last year. All right, that's uh, that's more than just... 600 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a a million extra dollars. No one noticed that... A million dollars was missing. He probably—I mean, they did an audit. He didn't say anything. He did, did he <laughs> not realize it either? Word. I mean, or is it possible that he's looking around and going, "Well, I mean, if they don't say anything," or do you make so much money at some point? That Does it like, not even? It doesn't even register that you're getting too much. Like, I, my excuse would have been, "I'm so focused on just being the head coach." That I don't even notice. Money my wife mean handles to all me. of that. Yeah. Uh, my wife handles all of it. I don't even see it. I just got my head down, going over X's nose. But uh, 
They have since enacted, Ben, an adjusted pay schedule <laughs> so that the school can recoup their funds by the end of the fiscal year 2023, according to the report. So when you say Brian Kelly is overpaid, you're actually right. He literally was by $1 million. And now he's got to give it back. That would be that would that would suck though. Your like, paychecks go down for an in entire year, like, year just to make up for all the extra money that they paid you the first year. Yeah, damn it. All right, this was a, this was a funny one, a little visual, but I can describe it for you. Last night's college basketball game, Loyola, uh, your beloved yes Loyola Ramblers, Ramblers uh, against Duquesne uh, in Spelled Pittsburgh. Duquesne. It's in Pittsburgh. Uh, it is. Uh, Duquesne won the game, but during the game, it, apparently someone sitting courtside uh, decided they didn't really want to eat the concession stand food, so they <laughs> they used their Uber Eats app to order up, I guess, a bag of McDonald's, which is very creative. Uh, I, I do have some questions, but as the game was going on, and, and it's on television, so you're watching this. You know, the ball kind of is goes into the corner, and a guy's kind of trapped defensively. You know, by the three point line, and the Uber Eats guy just walks right out, like onto the court, like within oh a foot or two of the players. Oh yeah, like, excuse me, trying to get by. There's a, a play delivery, going on, making a delivery here, not on the sideline, not during a timeout, during the actual game. There's a play at his end of the court. Yeah, no, he's he's within. A Less foot. than a yard of the players. Yes. He's right there. Like, excuse me, need to get by. Hey, I've got a delivery here. You know, and he's out there in the court, and the referees kind of blow the whistle, and they're like, hey, pointing, like what, are you, what are you doing? I do have questions, though. So how did the guy get in? Did he? Did the, did the guy who ordered the Uber Eats, like, put in the notes, okay, you're going to have to buy a ticket to the game to then come down and deliver me my food on the court? Did he just talk his way in when he got there? Hey, I'm someone ordered food. I'm yeah. delivering food. Yeah, I that's go probably in. it. I mean, well, see how far along in the game were they? It was like the second half, I think. Okay, so yeah. yeah, I'm sure the guy at the front desk was like, oh, somebody ordered this? Go ahead. It's a brilliant way to get into a game, though. And, I mean, considering how much, you know, concession prices generally are, even the upcharge with the tip and the, the premium prices for the delivery, it's probably less than stadium food to begin with. I should make Hannah, to get into opening day, pretend to be an Uber Eats delivery driver. And walk in with a big bag of McDonald's and say, I've got to drop this off. Instead of actually finding a ticket for it, because it's going to prove to be impossible. Uh, this I was... hope you left a pretty good tip, though. Oh, yeah, you would have to. Yeah, yeah on that one. To. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny to see. Uh, I've got a, a good doo-doo this. D-D mega doo-doo. We talked about clout chasing a couple weeks ago. Ben, your son accused you of clout chasing because you tagged Scott Van Pelt. In a tweet, pretty innocuous tweet about a bad beat. You're actually just feeding him content because he does a bad beat segment. There was a really bad beat, and you and we're, we're colleagues. You know, yeah, you both ESPN, I'm ABC. That's but, right. You know. That's right. Uh, Jimmy Butler turned the uh, nightmare for a young Heat fan into a dream come true. There was a kid from Argentina flew all the way to Miami to watch his favorite player, Jimmy Butler, and uh, there was a sign that he held up. And it said, where did the sign go? Crap. Basically, hey, I flew 4,500 miles to see you. Uh, We flew 4,405 miles to see you play. Can we get a photo or a big face coffee before the game? Unfortunately, Jimmy Butler was ruled out of that game with a back injury. So camera saw the uh, young man, his sister, uh, holding up the sign. Butler wasn't playing. 
It was on Instagram, and Butler goes, I got you, dude. Don't worry about it. Brings him down to the court, gives him a jersey, takes a picture with him, really, really does it up for this young man. Look, you see it all the time, people griping about the NBA. Hey, man, we live in, in Iowa, and my son loves LeBron. We came all the way to L.A., and now LeBron is out with load management. It is a bummer. It's a bummer. There's no question about it. Jimmy, though, found a way to make it even better than watching him play. I saw when I got to the farmers yesterday, there was a kid with his dad, and they had a little handmade sign, and it said, I skipped school today to see John Rom win. It's huge. And then I saw Rom didn't play very well, and I felt oh, bad for the kid. Like, uh, he's not winning right now. But then I was watching the TV broadcast, and the kid made it on the TV broadcast, and John Rom's caddy came over and gave him a, a golf ball during him, and he was, like, smiling. So Ear. cool. To ear, just a little tiny interaction is all it takes, and athletes can absolutely make a day, make a week, make a year for a fan like that. Yeah, I often give out microphones to little kids when I see them. You know, big fans of do do this and take on woods. I give them a microphone. Where is that little microphone I saw that you took Paulie's the fantasy got camp? Yeah, we got the got little it. tiny microphone. Hey, now. Did you ever get anything from an athlete, Paulie? You either? Did you ever get somebody's jersey or shoes? I got a few actually that really? are pretty interesting. Yeah, actually, when I was like 12, we were season ticket holders for the Tacoma Rainiers, the yep. AAA team for the Mariners. And every once in a while, I still wanted like autographs. You could wait. There's a very easily accessible the door from the locker room to the parking lot, basically. You could just sit there and yeah, wait for sit autographs. Sit there and wait. Uh, a, an outfielder prospect named Jamal Strong, he got called up to the big leagues. That night, and so he was walking out with like three big bags, a couple of boxes of bats, and all this stuff. And uh, my dad goes, "She asked him if he needs a hand." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "Hey, can I help you?" And he goes, "Actually, yeah, that'd be great." So I carried a box of bats to his car with him. It was like his Honda or whatever. Yeah, and he pulls one out, signed it, and gave it to me. Yeah, it was really cool. Had a couple um, when I was a kid. Cat used to caddy for my dad in the pro-ams and stuff, and uh, my dad was playing with a guy named Ken Green. You remember him? Yeah. Wore a green golf glove. He leaned into it. Gave it to me after the That's round, which cool. was pretty cool. Cool thing to get a glove, but I got the green glove. Then, probably my my biggest thing I ever got. There's also Hubert Green on yep. tour. I don't know if he wore a green glove, though. No, but Ken Green, like you said, leaned into it. Went to the Garden to watch uh, the Celtics play the Knicks when I was a kid, and Patrick Ewing threw me a Gatorade towel. <laughs> which is pretty badass. Speaking of clout chasing, I was on the lookout for this woman yesterday at Tory Pines. Hey, Max Homa, can I get a whole yeah? <laughs> Did not see her. Max Homa was there. He shot a four under par uh, in the first round on the north course, but didn't didn't find the uh, the Max Homa whole yeah lady at the tournament. Is she done with that bit? Or she's hey, Jordan Spieth, can I get a whole yeah? He's not even in the tournament. He's not in the field at the Farmers My Insurance. My favorite is Apple. when she's at Fenway. The guy goes, shut up! <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. And that's don't and do do this for a Thursday. Hey, Fenway Park! Can I get a high yeah? Oh. <laughs> nope. That was don't do this with Ben and no. Russ on 97.3 The Fan. All right, uh, it is Thursday. It's an Eric Adelson Thursday. Our senior NFL insider will yeah, join buddy. us as we get ready. Uh, maybe refine our picks a little bit. We still need to make those for the AFC and NFC Championship games on Sunday. That is coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Getting uh, some emails from our my 10 News weather colleagues right now about some wind activity and trouble on the roadways because of the high winds and expecting that it's going to get to the coast here soon and uh, could cause a little havoc with the golfers at Torrey Pines. Uh, but uh, first things first, definitely some traffic issues out there. Before Eric Adelson joins us, uh, let's get a quick check of traffic with Kelly Danick here on 97.3 The Fan. From the premier Cadillac of Carlsbad Traffic Center, part of the premier auto family, here's Kelly Danek. Traffic is sponsored by California Coast Credit Union. A couple things to watch out for in your travels this morning. Collision on northbound side of the 5, just past 28th Street. A couple cars involved in this one. They are over the right shoulder. Also traveling on the eastbound 8 near College. We have reports of a stalled vehicle in the fast lane. Keep in mind, Highwood Advisory till 10 o'clock tonight. Some gusty conditions around parts of the county, especially out there on the 8. From Alpine to Imperial County, high-profile vehicles not recommended through that area. California Coast Credit Union is here to make home buying easy, whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to refinance. CalCoast has a solution. Zero closing cost home loans available. Visit calcoastcu.org. Restrictions apply. Equal housing lender. And Kelly Danik with Ben & Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Right, let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. It's Thursday, and we are joined right now by our senior NFL insider, Eric Adelson, back with us here on 97.3 The Fan. And, by the way, we will be joining Eric in his journalism class uh, later this morning via Zoom all the way there to uh, Central Florida. Hi, Eric. Thank you in advance for doing that, and thank you to the, all the loyal listeners who stuck with me through all this time and went with Jags plus 8.5 and, and got rich off of my pick. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's totally true. God, that field goal murdered us. It <laughs> murdered us, uh, Eric. No, it was good to see you get one right, you know, after a while. Uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, uh, I mean, obviously this is, you know, this is, we're, we're getting down to the end of it. Uh, in my opinion, I think the four best teams in the NFL are here. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about these games. 
Got a kind of gut feeling on on where I'm going to go with both of them. Um, I think injury injuries are going to play a, a fairly big factor. I think in in both games, don't you? Yeah, you know that's that's a really good point that I hadn't thought of. That I think these are the top four teams. I really wonder how the uh, the league evaluates this, considering that the uh, the two by teams uh, are are in it, and if this gets to be consistent, I wonder if they'll they'll think of that as a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but yeah, I. I, I, I think that the the best teams in my mind are the teams with the two best receiving cores, those being the Bengals and the Eagles. And uh, I, I do think that the, the Eagles have the best all-around team, but the most talented team, I think, is the Bengals. So I expect it to be Bengals-Eagles. Technically, Eric, nothing has changed since this weekend. We all saw Patrick Mahomes' injury. We knew right away it was a high ankle sprain, and even – uh, what was it, Tony Romo, right on the broadcast, said, uh, you know, it's going to still be hurting him next week. It gets worse, not better, uh, after seven days. Yet I think it's been funny looking at the line over these last – so here's here's the timeline. It started out Chiefs by two and a half, and then five minutes later it was Chiefs by one. Then Monday morning it was it had flipped and the Bengals were favored by one. Tuesday morning, the Bengals were favored by two and a half. By Tuesday afternoon, the Bengals were back to one and a half point favorites. Yesterday, it became a pick 'em, and now this morning, the Chiefs are favored again by one point. And I, you know, I presume this is because Patrick Mahomes practiced and was listed as a full participant and said he is going. But do we really know anything? I mean, I I said on Monday we're not going to hear anything otherwise, other than yes, he's playing and he's going to be great. They're not going to say anything other than that to us. Yeah, they they don't want to give away any advantage. I think if this is a regular season game, I think he'd be questionable at best, and and I think that that's probably what we go with and what what the line would go with. Uh, I mean, in his defense, uh, he 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 was very effective even on the bad leg, so uh, he probably could be that again. Um, but the uh, I I still think that the problem or the challenge is not on offense; it's on defense. I, I'm not sure that the Chiefs defense is that much better than the Bills defense. And the one person we're not really talking about enough, I think, is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon was a beast last week. I think that he's the X factor. Uh, and and he, he keeps the defenses honest, and then Joe Burrow can go to work uh, with the receivers. I, I think even if Mahomes is 110%, I think the Bengals win. What's your gut feeling on the Bengals defense right now? Because I'm, I'm telling you, I, I've been really enjoying Eli Apple's tweets all week. He's uh, He's lost his mind. Um, and, and, you know, look, I know it's against a different team, but you can rest assured that the Chiefs players are seeing him running his mouth and going, yeah, we've, we've burned Eli before. In fact, everybody has. Um, let's take it right to this guy. How, do you think that the, uh, the Bengals defense, you know, I, I have them to win too. Do you think that they can, then can keep them in the game? Yeah, I, I don't think Eli Apple is as good as he thinks he is. He's definitely not. Uh, I, I, the numbers think, bear think, it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think the Chiefs will torch him. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Uh, I, I, I just don't think that on the other side of the ball there's enough there to stop the Bengals and, um, unless there's something. Now, granted, the Chiefs are, are very clever, and they can if, if you put pressure on any quarterback, it'll, it'll help. Uh, but you have to be a complete defense, and you have to have some depth um, and and a really good pass rush. I, the Chiefs don't have the, those things, uh, but I, I do think Eli Apple will be will be a little quieter after this game because the Chiefs 
Uh, I, I mean, if he really wants to put his his money where his mouth is, he'll 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 shadow Travis Kelsey. Good luck with that. And uh, then we'll see how the yeah we'll see how that goes. Not well for him, uh, but I think it, I still think it's it's it'll be enough. The Bengals are not an elite defense to me, uh, but it's enough. I think they'll have enough. Talking to our friend Eric Adelson here on Ben and Woods. I said last week that you know I'm worried uh, that Brock Purdy is going to have that. That game where he runs into the wall, but I also said last week he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to do everything himself. Just you know, even mediocre Brock Purdy can win a game because San Francisco has got enough weapons. They've got enough defense that that he doesn't have to be great. Is that true this week though? Can the Forty ers win with Brock Purdy simply not making too many mistakes and doing what he's been doing to win his first seven or eight career starts, whatever he's at? They can. Uh, I mean, that, that, that defense is part of the offense, it, not only in the field position game, but in terms of making plays and creating turnovers. Uh, and and this, is the, this is arguably the biggest stage Jalen Hurts has ever been on. So even though he's hardly a rookie, he's, he's inexperienced when it comes to this moment. Um, so the Niners, as long as they have that defense, can, can do that, can create opportunities, and then Purdy can manage the game. So, yes, they can. Uh, I just don't think they will because the um, the depth of the Eagles uh, front four and linebacking core and they have Darius Slay in the backfield, the defensive backfield. I just think that's too much, and I think you're asking per. I don't even know if it would matter if it was Trey Lance or Garoppolo or anybody. Uh, I, I just think that the Eagles are stacked. They're stacked on both sides of the ball, and more so than I think any other team that's left. And I think that's why the Vegas has them as the favorites. Uh, talking to our pal Eric Adelson here, our NFL insider. They got uh, five guys listed, Eric, for MVP. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Justin Jefferson. Uh, in your opinion, are they going to give it to Mahomes again? or is, it, it feels like a two-man race between Hurts and Mahomes, but I've been wrong before. I think it's hurts. You have to sort of delete your recent memory because these votes are in before the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. if it was taken now, people would probably say Burrow uh, or or Mahomes. Uh, I would say it's hurts for sure, except that he was he was not a hundred percent at the very end. But then the voters can say, well, the the fact that Minshew was just okay, the the wins above replacements on on. Uh, on Hertz was significant. So I do think that it's Hertz. Uh, I, I think he carried them to a new level. Um, and, and we actually got to see what the team is like without him. And it's good, not great. Uh, and, uh, and, and I think that'll be enough. You know, you, we just mentioned it. Joe Burrow is an MVP finalist. It, are we sleeping on him just a little bit though? Uh, you know, I always had him just a notch below like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes yet. He's now five and one in the playoffs as a starter. And, he certainly got that that it factor, whatever it is. The more I see it, the more he just kind of oozes it as, as a leader and a quarterback. And it's it's so hard to imagine with that baby face that he's got. But he's got it, Eric. He's got it. Yeah, I, I think that we have slept on him a little bit. I think that if you follow the college game, you're not surprised because he has this tremendous ability to keep his eyes down the field when he leaves the pocket. Uh, and for a still young quarterback, that's very hard to do, and it's just totally paralyzing for a lot of defenses, even elite defenses. 
I think we're so enamored with this huge rocket arm or with the, the Lamar Jackson speed uh, that, that we don't see uh, that, that he has a, an elite arm and elite feet. Uh, it's just that it's not dump off the screen in either case. Uh, but he's also very accurate and he's a tremendous leader. Uh, the slow start, I think that that got a lot of people down on the Bengals and thinking, well, he, he couldn't pull it out against the Rams. And there were a couple, I don't, say, I don't, I wouldn't say fluky victories, but they had a couple uh, very close wins in the playoff last year. The, that conference was, sorry, that division was down. There were a lot of reasons not to believe all the way in the Bengals. But if you watch last week's game going into that environment, and it wasn't even that hard for them. Uh, I, I think that, that that changes the the narrative on him and probably permanently. All right, before you go, Eric, I'm feeling a little nervous about doing your, your class again and and talking to the students uh, later this morning. Paul told me that last year when we did it, and, and was it just me and you, Paul, last year? I thought it was all of us. Were, 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 were no, you it was there? just you guys. I think it was oh, just the two just of us, us last year. That it was like your, your student's favorite part of the whole semester, and I'm going... I don't remember us being that good, so I don't know what I do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, can you give me just like a couple of tips here before we before we jump on a Zoom later? You got the closer with you today. Uh, thank so you. I know. I'm, I'm happy about that. We're good. I mean, you got to consider the audience. I think if you quote some Taylor Swift lyrics, I think you'll be okay. Oh, I got you, you. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Okay. Paul's got that good. Um, no, they, they they loved you guys because. Um, this is a sports programming class, and, and it's it's kind of a little bit of magic what you guys do, every, pulling it together, uh, uh, sometimes planned, sometimes ad-lib. But also I, I want to be a little bit serious because one of the things I think that stuck with the students that we spoke about last year was you, when, when, when passed away, uh, you guys talked about how you, you just changed the tone of the show. Yeah. Um, and, and that was something that I think stuck with the students uh, because they're used to sort of the – you know, jovial, jocular, which you guys do, but you're not afraid uh, and you're willing to go with the tone of the day uh, and speak to the audience in the, in the moment you're in. And I think that if you talk a little bit about that, I think that that will resonate. All right. Sounds good. Well, we'll uh, talk to you in a couple of hours. Eric, thank you for your time as always, and uh, we'll chat with you next week. Thanks in advance. There Thanks, buddy. Eric Adelson on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall, Chevrolet, find new roads. It's funny that um, that Eric mentioned that about the tone change. And I didn't tell you this guy. I wasn't even, even going to tell it to you off the air. But now here we are sharing all of our secrets on the air. Oh, God. I actually got, I, I don't want to say scolded yesterday, but Adam called me. And he was right. He was 100% right. So yesterday we were talking about. Right now. Me too. What in the world? Yesterday, and this is my, it was my fault. That's why he called me. We were talking about Mike Clevenger, obviously a really serious topic, and we did it in our 6.30 segment, but then it carried over into our 7 o'clock segment, and we were still talking about it, and it got to be 7.09, and it was like time to play Take on Woods. and It did feel a little it weird. It just felt like it, it was did. too abrupt it of did. a change from one tone to another tone, and he, he just called and said, you know, it sounded kind of abrupt, and I go, you're, you're absolutely yeah, he's right. right. I kind of looked at the clock, and I said, oh, we need to stay on the clock, and I like... I should have, and he said, yeah, just take a break, and we can come back and do Take on Woods later. And he was 100% right, and we had a nice conversation about it. But tone <sighs> oh, tone is an important thing 
on, on, on the show. And sometimes you get it right, and sometimes you don't quite get it right. No and doubt. Yesterday uh, didn't quite get it right. Today is the, the anniversary of Kobe's passing as well. I mean, you remember? Really? Yeah, today oh is the, the, the anniversary. That was an awful, awful hard show to do. We've had a few. You know, we've had a few in our in our row. We've had some great ones, some great moments. And then, you know, when, when there are there are scenarios that present themselves that we have to talk about. You know, like Mike Clevenger, who we all really, really liked a lot. Um, didn't obviously know what was going on behind closed doors. Um, it, those Still are, don't entirely know. Right. But, those, you know, are certainly, those are the sports stories. How many times over the last few years has it have we, like, had to get together on a phone call or texting each other, you know, the night before being like, what do we do tomorrow? Yeah, like, like, you know. January seventh, twenty twenty one. Right, that show was very uncomfortable and, and different and yeah, it's weird. Not, it's not what our our strong suit is, but the I social justice movements yep. and, and stuff. You know, school, school shootings, shootings terrible. You know, that happens every week now, and yeah, you're just like every other day. It, it's like we have to be like, how do we balance doing our show, being us, being an escape, but also not ignoring. What yeah, because it does feel weird to get on, you know, uh, a day after you know a bunch of kids get shot at school and be like, so anyway, the guard play last night from Loyola was outstanding. I loved it. I thought they they really moved the ball well, and yeah, it's it doesn't make sense. It's not authentic. But at the same time, that's why people are listening to us. They want to escape from the world. I understand for a few hours. So and, do we, <laughs> and they need it the most, like when bad things happen. But then, how do we? It's how tough do we to navigate. That? It, it is. is really it is hard time at times. There are days. The first two days of the week were super duper easy, super duper fun, carving guy, having a ball, and then you know the club news breaks and it's oh good, great. You know we got to talk about this. We have to. Um, but you know it's important. It's important that we do that, and I think we do a good job of it. I do. I did feel that a little bit yesterday too. Like, oh, well, I guess we're wrapping this up now. All right, let's do some music <laughs> trivia for everybody. Yep, yep. And that was that was on me. I'll I'll wear that one that that I missed the mark, yeah, Ben, a little bit Thanks on a the lot. show yesterday. Thanks a lot. Well, it's you. You're a good steward. You're trying to stay on time, get everything in. But you can't be a slave to it as well. No, you cannot. Which which I do understand and. I actually felt it at the time too, and I told Adam, I said, "No, no, no, you're." I 100% agree with you. Yes, I would have. I realized right away that this didn't feel like the right decision. But then you you play the open and you started the game, and you you're not going to put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah, at can't that do point. it. So right. you know, just went on and, and and finished it at that point. So uh, we'll talk a little more football in our next hour. I got another guest as well. It's been so long since we've talked with uh, Mick Schaefer from Kansas City, sports director, my counterpart out there. Um, about the Chiefs, and I, I'm really curious about how much he believes what's coming out of you know Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes about his health. Full participant, really, not even probable, you know, questionable, but full full go, ready to go, no doubt in his mind that he's going to be playing on Sunday. Shanahan's going the complete opposite direction, the opposite way. I don't know if Debo and and McCaffrey, I don't know if they're going to be ready. I don't know. I'm just not sure yet. They both sat out of practice yesterday. Um, it I, almost I, makes me feel more like they are going to be ready, and I'm not sure about, about Patrick Mahomes I know. Anymore. I feel the same way. The more confident you sound, the more doubt is creeping in. That's like, how I feel. You know, me, me thinks he doth protest too much. Yeah. Or at least is too confident it's in a, this case. It's, I, I feel the exact same way. It's all it's gamesmanship, and in the NFL playoffs, with the week between games, 
is where you get it more than any other place in sports, right? Because you've got all these days to carry between the two games with the stories. And you get to meet with the media like every single day. And there's a ton of people asking questions. And it's gamesmanship at this point. So we'll talk with Mick Schaefer uh, coming up. I love Mick Schaefer. You will, too, if you've never heard him. He's awesome. Yeah, he's very good. All right, we'll come back. Uh, We'll reset. Two more hours to go. Uh, We can get back to some more baseball talk and uh, golf talk and more. It's Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.